always thought-provoking and informative. Forget the spin and media bias from the left and right. We know you are sick and tired of being told what to think, how to act, and what you can and can't do. Direct from the Ustream It Broadcast Network, it's time for another edition of the last Christian newscast and radio show with your hosts, J.D. Williams and T.L. Farley. Real news and biblical common sense analysis starts in three, two, one. Well, hello, everybody, and thank you so much for joining us for another edition of The Last Christian Newscast and Radio Show. My name is J.D. Williams here in beautiful East Texas, and joining me there uh, from the Dallas and Fort Worth area, my co-host, my good friend, and my brother in Christ, Mr. T.L. Terry Farley. How are things going in Dallas today, Terry? Uh, pretty good so far, but the day's not over yet, so we're yeah. kind of keeping an eye. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's been a little bit of chaos here, uh, here, here as well. Um, grandkids uh, released from school early, so they're wandering around here, around someplace around this place. So, if you hear some noise uh, that you're not used to, that is because there are children of uh, running around that are very young. Okay. So. Um, Terry, we got a lot to talk about today, many things going on, and I'm not going to get bogged down in um, what's happening here in the United States. It would be really easy to do so. Um, you got one news agency that's just happy as all get out about what's happened to an anchor on another news agency, and that news agency <laughs> is just as happy as they can be about what happened to the host of the other news agency, and neither one of them are mentioning anything to do what happened with their own networks, and both situations are just stupid. It is extremist on the left <laughs> and an extremist on the right, and so I call it an equal an equal, we're done, okay? And we'll, we'll get to that here in just a minute, okay? But I do want to kick off things with this report because, um, well, it, it really uh, affects everyone worldwide in one way or another. So let's listen to this. U.S. President Joe Biden is seeking re-election in next year's 2024 presidential vote. He made the announcement in a video saying, let's finish the job. Nick Harper reports from Washington. It's exactly four years to the day since Joe Biden announced his 2020 White House run. Now a second shot at the top job, and he's casting it as a fight for democracy and personal freedoms. However, at the age of 80, there are questions about whether he's still up to the task. But with no other Democrat heavy hitter challenger, Biden is likely to win the party's nomination next year. And we could see a rematch of the 2020 election if Donald Trump gains the Republican Party's nomination. I'm Nick Harper in Washington. Okay, he's still up for the job. He was never up for the job in the first place, in my opinion. Okay, that that is a personal opinion. That is not this. That's not KRRB uh, saying that. Okay, that's me. But uh, I don't think he was ever up, up for the. I don't think he's up for any job. And there, uh, Amen. Amen. actually doctors who's saying he's perfectly fit, he does all this stuff, you know, um, and those doctors uh, should never be allowed to practice medicine again. Again, my personal opinion on it. Either that or they're just complete liars, one of the two, because it doesn't take it doesn't take a rocket scientist to listen to the guy for five minutes and say he is not mentally fit, okay? He's just not mentally fit to do any job, uh, especially the job of president of the United States. Uh, but anyway, I wanted to address this a little bit. He said, let's finish the job. It's more like, let's finish off the United States. 
I mean, that's yeah. you know, that is my opinion. Let's finish is, off the United States, right? Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's that's exactly the thought that hit me when he said, "I thought, well, jobs he finish. Oh yeah, he's going to wreck, uh, destroy the United States of America." Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm in total agreement with you. I got the commentary sign up there. Uh, for those of you that are not um, watching this in visual form. Um, because this is opinion. This isn't, this isn't fact. I mean, I don't know beyond any shadow of a doubt, but let me tell you this, anybody that can't speak in full sentences, I question them. Okay. And his actions, I also question uh, drastically. Um, but anyway, to move on with this a little bit, he said, um, when I ran for president four years ago, I said, we're in a battle for the soul of America and we still are. This is not a time to be complacent. That's why I'm running for re-election. Let's finish this job. I know we can. Again, I think he's saying, let's finish off the United States. Let's get rid of the United States. Let's take them off the map because my job is to destroy the United States of America. Personal opinion, Terry, but that's what I, that's what I firmly too. believe. Okay? I'm in that line. I'm in that line. Now then, more on this issue. Uh, there is a poll out there that shows the majority of registered voters in this country do not want either President Biden or former President Trump to run. And let me say this, and we are probably going to disagree with this, but I agree with that poll. I don't want either one of them to run because there is just going to be too much chaos (laughs) on the left or too much chaos on the right. We need somebody new. So I wish that both of them would sit down and shut up. I mean, that's my personal opinion, and I'm sure you've got another one. Go ahead. Yeah, well, uh, Trump's not going to sit down and shut up, and Biden uh, isn't going to do what he's told. So that's pretty much what I can see. So. Yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, I wish neither one of them would run. Unfortunately, both of them will. Now then, um, yeah. the uh, the Biden mm-hmm. campaign uh, did have another comment here. It said, around the country, MAGA extremists are lining up to take on those bedrock freedoms uh, cutting Social Security that you paid for your entire life while cutting taxes for the very wealthy, dictating what health care decisions women can make. I guess they might have a de- definition of women. I doubt it. But anyway, OK, um, uh, health care decisions that women may make um, uh, banning books and tell people who they can love all while making it more difficult for you to be able to vote. That's what Biden said. And all of that, 100% of it is a lie. All of it. Okay. Factually speaking, the Democratic Party has continually said the Republicans are trying to take away Social Security. That is a lie. You cannot find that in anything anything Mm -hmm. that the uh, GOP has stood for. You cannot find it in any writing. You cannot find it in a a plank on the platform that they, that they run on. That is simply to drive voters away from, from Republicans and to vote for Democrats looking for a lie. They don't care if they lie or not. And I'm not saying that Republicans Mm -hmm. don't lie. There've been a lot of Republicans that have lied too, but this is a huge, huge lie and that shouldn't be allowed. Um, The two leading Republican uh, contenders, Trump and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, uh, want to limit the access of transgender children to sports teams and gender-affirming medical care. By the way, this gender-affirming medical care, that's not medical care. That is called tearing up somebody's insides, 
Okay, you're, yeah. you're allowing yeah. little kids with whose brains have not even fully developed yet to make decisions that destroy them for the rest of their life if they ever decide to change their mind. Okay, this is ridiculous. It's not healthcare. Yeah. This is not healthcare. Yeah. It's mutilation. And and, and yes, I'm stating is. that I'm stating that as a citizen of the United States of America. And you know, I'm sorry. And I've got the commentary sign up YouTube. I've got it up. Yeah. Okay, this is personal opinion, which mm -hmm. I'm allowed under the United States Constitution. Any comments, Terry? Yeah, I'm completely with you. It's horrible what they're doing to children. Um, you know, these doctors and, and, and parents, uh, especially, uh, that are You can't you know, blame parents. These you children, cannot blame you parents. Know? You cannot blame parents. I'm going to keep saying that. You can't blame parents. And why can't you? Because the schools are doing you? this behind their back. That's why. No, not all of them. Some of them are coming out in public and doing it. Okay. So well, not, some people, some people think that the, some people think that that you that there's life on Mars too. Some people believe in Bigfoot too. I'm just saying that for the vast right. majority, for the majority, parents do no. not want schools and country in their family. For the majority, they don't want it. Okay. Don't well, be misled well, by, by the mainstream. Don't be misled. Okay. Yeah, the mainstream doesn't say any of this. So I'm not agreeing with the mainstream. What the mainstream is saying is that we should let this happen. That's yes, what, they're, that's saying. what they're, they're saying. They are promoting it. And I am promoting. very firm yeah. in saying that yeah. families don't want it. If you were to put it to a vote, it would lose. That's my that's my statement. And that All I right. say okay. that I can say from a factual perspective of uh, reading various news reports all over the place. All right, so let's move on to the next issue, and this is the one that uh, that I alluded to at the, at the, the um, beginning of the show, which has to do with um, a couple of networks. Let's listen to this. It was a Monday of major cable news network shakeups. Tucker Carlson is out at Fox News, and Don Lemon was let go at CNN. Monday's shocking announcement that Fox had parted ways with Carlson appeared to come abruptly. Just prior to the network's announcement, Fox had been promoting on its air a Monday night interview by Carlson. Over at CNN, the network announced the departure of Don Lemon. In a statement of his own, Lemon said his agent told him Monday morning that CNN had terminated him. Guy Davis reporting. Okay, and now Don Lemon, um, you know, God bless him, he can spend more time with his husband now. But... Um, he said that uh, he was caught completely off guard by this, that then that the network didn't discuss it with him or anything like that. The network, CNN came right back and said, oh, no, you know, we told him, you know, you can come in, you can talk, you, you, you can talk to us. Um, but instead, you wanted to tweet something. So we're just telling you it didn't happen. And I, I agree with that. To my knowledge, Tucker Carlson hasn't made any announcements yet, hasn't released anything. I can't find anything in any of the, any of the real news reporting out there. Uh, there's some hinting at it, but nothing specific from him. And um, now he's going to be starting a show on Telegram. Okay, well, Telegram is is an internet thing. Okay, I don't That's care right. about I don't care about Telegram. I don't. Okay, uh -huh. now Fox News. Uh, that, and, yeah, and your your like or dislike of them has nothing to do with anything. So Telegram 15 people, is huge. Fifteen people on Telegram are going to know about him. Okay, uh, no, here's the deal. 
If, if you'll let me get to it, I'll, I'll talk. To, I'll, yeah. I'll, uh, okay. Um, All right. Fox News and Tucker Carlson part ways as Fox settles the uh, Dominion lawsuit. I'm hearing there's a lot more to it than that. And actually, there's a new report out. Um, I just saw it just a couple of minutes ago. And uh, this is this is from an organization uh, called Radar Online. And they are reporting, this is Aaron Johnson, who's making this statement here, um, that Fox uh, told Tucker Carlson lawyers that he was fired with cause related to the ex-producer's lawsuit, which claimed sexism, anti-Semitism, and harassment. Uh, there's also some reports out there about... Um, certain staffers at Fox News uh, that, um, and I'm going to try to pull up a couple of quotes here if I can. Uh, one of them said, it's pure joy. No one is untouchable. Another one said, it's a great day for America and for real journalists who work hard every day to deliver the news at Fox. Um, another one said, it was a good move to part ways with Tucker. Uh, this is from a producer there. Um, he knowingly spread lies throughout his time at Fox, but I fear management will replace him with someone who is just like him, so there's probably won't be any real change. Okay, so that's internal. That's Fox stuff internal there. So it just shows you. That's all a lie, too. That's all a lie, too. Okay. What? They're lying or, or the reports the, lying? The man that the producer that made those statements is a liar. Okay. And you can prove that how? By watching every one of his programs. Okay. So you viewed it and you liked what he had to say. So if somebody says something no, different, no, 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 I didn't, didn't like. like it. He was telling the truth. How do you know? Because he was telling, <laughs> never mind, forget <laughs> it. We don't know the truth, Joel. Hey, okay. listen, uh, what's the name of the I'm just, no, I'm what's just trying, I'm trying. Yeah. Okay. Hold it, hold it, hold it. I'm just trying to to figure no, out where you're coming from. That's it. You, okay. You just cash your show, Joe. No, wait. I, you know I'm on your side, so why argue with me? Okay. Anyway, here's the deal. I'm trying to show you what well, other true? people are what's saying. True? I'm trying to tell you what other people are saying. Okay. That's all. That's it. Okay. Uh, you got uh, Greg Kelly. He's at Newsmax. Okay. Uh, now, now he was speaking. Okay, well, he's speaking to the president, former president of the United States, Donald Trump. You want to hear what he had to say? I don't okay. care. Okay, Are all right. On? So Tucker Carlson uh, was sitting here two weeks ago interviewing you, President Trump. Um, he's gone. So what do you think of that? Okay, so here's Trump's response. He says, well, I'm shocked. I'm surprised. He's a very good person, a very good man, and very talented, as you know. And he was, he has very high ratings. So we're just learning about it almost as we speak. You and I just said, wow, that was something. That's a big one. I don't know if it was voluntary or was it somebody fired, but I think Tucker's been terrific. He's been, especially over the last year or so, he's been terrific to me. Uh, Greg Kelly goes on. He says, uh, there's a lot of turmoil over there at Fox. I mean, $787 million settlement for defamation against Dominion voting systems. They just said, I mean, 
Why would they get rid of a guy who is performing? Why would somebody do that to their business? Because they're losing money right now. Their stock has gone down. Now, by that, he means that after Tucker was fired, their stock plummeted. And, you know, I watch the market every day, and he's right. Uh, the, the Fox stock, I mean, it dropped drastically, drastically after this, after this firing. Donald Trump said, well, I was surprised that they made a settlement in that case. I thought that was a case they should easily be won, and they made a settlement. Look, you'll have to ask them. I'm not representing them at all by any means. But the Tucker situation, again, you don't know if it's a firing. Maybe he left because he wasn't being given his free reign. He wants free reign, maybe. I was surprised by it. So, you know, now keep in mind, President Trump had no idea what was going on at that point. He was hit with his cold, okay? And so he just made a statement to the best of his ability. And, you know, it's come out that, you know, Fox fired him, they say, for cause. And you heard me read what the cause was. And I disagree with all that completely. I don't, you know, I don't see any anti-Semitism in anything that uh, Tucker Carlson ever did. I, do you remember anything that was anti-Jewish in any way, Terry? No, it was the opposite. Yeah, that, that's what I thought. Okay, so anyway, they, um, all these different places are expecting that uh, Tucker is going to have a multi-million dollar lawsuit and i wish him i wish him the best now for don lemon bye i'm glad he's gone um there there was actually both networks had exactly the same thing people people on both sides said exactly i mean word for word exactly the same thing what took so long both of them both of them said exactly the same thing what took so long so that just shows you the polarization that's in the united states right now between the Democrat, Republican, between the liberal and the conservative, nobody wants a middle, you know, a middle ground. Just nobody is interested in that. Okay, Terry, took up too much time with this, uh, but it's time for you now, okay? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn this over for two minutes with Mr. Terry Farley. And Terry, you are up right about now. Welcome to the last Christian call, engaging the sword today. James 1.19, wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. As is said, death comes to all men. Genesis 2.17, God warned Adam, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Adam ate, he died. 912 years of age. For a thousand years in thy sight are but as yesterday when it is past, and as a watch in the night. All of Adam's descendants, leading to Noah, died before each of their individual thousand years had played out, save one. Genesis chapter 5, and Jared lived 162 years, and he begat Enoch. And Jared lived after he begat Enoch 800 years. And all the days of Jared were 962 years, and he died. And Enoch lived 60 and 5 years and begat Methuselah. And Enoch walked with God uh, after he begat Methuselah 300 years. And all the days of Enoch were 360 and 5 years. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. 
Hebrews chapter 11 extrapolates on Enoch. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Verse 6 explains that without our shield of faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must first believe that God is, and that God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. There is a literary cadence in the verses eulogizing the sons of Adam in chapter 5. Adam is grieved in verse 5. Three verses later, Seth is grieved. Three verses okay. later on. Terry, i got to cut you off right there. Okay. Um, and then we'll finish it off in, in the second half of the show. I do appreciate you bringing it out. You know, uh, it's always it's always good to break in the Bible, you know, because um, you know, well, it's God's word, and you Amen. know, uh, hopefully, if, if people are not able to to read the Bible, maybe they'll pick up on just these two minutes, four minutes total in this show, and Amen. and get and yeah. get something out of it like that. Okay. Um, well, now, I sh- I sure did, and I've got to throw this in. If you'll notice in that first part, I laughed quoting that first verse because it was saying I should be quick to hear and I should be slow to speak and slow to wrath, <laughs> and, and I blew every one of those. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Hey, Jerry, you, you know why? Because yeah. we happen to be human beings. Boy, okay? that's the truth. And, yeah. you know, um, whether pe- um, people out there need to understand that me and Terry are on the same side. We are both Christians, Amen. but that doesn't mean we walk in lockstep. Okay. Amen. And, you know, uh, you watch CNN, you, uh, you watch Fox, they uh, both of them, they walk in lockstep. Okay. Yes. I'm just, I'm just yeah. telling you. Okay. I'm just telling <laughs> well, you. We so that's the reason. That. <laughs> yeah. That's the reason I, you know, I say this and I really mean it. If you really want the real news, if you want the truth, if you want honesty, then you need to tune in to the last Christian newscast and radio show because mm-hmm. we'll tell you what's really going on and we're going to put it in a Christian perspective. Do Terry and I mm-hmm. agree on every issue 100% of the time? Absolutely mm-hmm. not. If we, if we, if we did, we would not be having a good show. Okay, if we did, it wouldn't be good. We would be just like all those other networks that we criticize. Okay, so anyway, um, there is a lot going on uh, in the news, and we have withdrawal uh, going on in the Sudan right now. You know, the there's a there's a civil war. Okay, Um, and that is. that's something we're, we're going to get into it a lot in the second half of the show. But before we get out here on the first half, I want to go back uh, to Matthew 24 again, because uh, I think it's mm-hmm. important that we continue this. And one of the things, uh, Terry, in, in Matthew 24 deals with false prophets, right? Mm-hmm. And we really haven't uh, done a lot, you know, haven't talked a lot about false prophets. Here is just an extremist. Okay, I'm, I want I want to make that clear. This is really extreme, but it shows you how people can fall for stuff. Okay, so mm-hmm. l- listen to this right here. Over 40 bodies have been found so far on land owned by a pastor in coastal Kenya who was arrested for telling his followers to fast to death. Malindi Subcounty Police Chief John Kemboy said that more shallow graves have yet to be dug up on the land belonging to Pastor Paul Mackenzie, who was arrested on April 14th over links to cultism. The total death toll is 43. 
because a further four people died after they and others were discovered starving at the Good News International Church last week. Clara Hudson reporting. You know, it's so, it makes me so dadgum mad, you know, that somebody wants to pretend to be a pastor. And and that's what they're doing. They're pretending because God will never say, fast yourself to death any more than uh, who was it? James Jones, I think was his name, that yeah, went, went yeah. to uh, that country. I don't remember what Guyana. Yeah. Guyana, yeah. Guyana. Yeah. And had people drink Kool-Aid that was poisoned, yeah. you know, and yeah. told them that that was good. Or how about the Heaven's Gate guy? Do you remember him? That, you yes, know, uh, where there was going to be this spaceship that was going to come. And they mm-hmm. so they all got in white robes and they, they took poison or did something. I don't yes. remember what exactly yeah. what it yeah. was. And, and they all died in a bunk bed. You know, all because this guy said that they were going to be taken up to the mothership. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. all kinds of crap like this. Let me tell you something, people. You do not have to do certain things to in order to go to heaven. Okay, there isn't gonna there's not gonna be a spaceship come for Mm -hmm. you, and you don't have Mm -hmm. to starve yourself to death. You don't Mm -hmm. have to spend all your money. You don't have to do any of that crap. The mm-hmm. only thing that you've got to do is pray a simple prayer to God and say, Lord, Lord, Amen. forgive me, please. I am a sinner. I know Amen. that Jesus Christ Amen. died for me on the cross. Amen. I know that he stayed Amen. three days in the tomb, and then he mm-hmm. rose from the dead, just like he said he would do. I know he was mm-hmm. seen by more than 500 people at the same time. Mm-hmm. I know he's ascended to heaven. I know he sits at the right mm-hmm. hand of God, and I know that he told us he's coming back for his church before... Yeah. Before God Amen. unleashes seven years of wrath called the Great Tribulation. Okay. Amen. So, just like there's a last play in any football game, there's that last individual to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior before the rapture of the church. Yes, the rapture is real. Okay. Yes. The rapture Amen. is real and the rapture is due. There is absolutely nothing, nothing mm-hmm. preventing it from happening right now. Okay, if you look around the world right now, we see the events unfolding exactly the way that they were prophesied to occur. Mm. So if you haven't accepted Jesus Christ yet, you better, because if you don't, and if you wait until the rest of us are gone, until all of us Christians living Mm. and dead have been assembled in the air with Jesus Christ to go with him, and that great tribulation begins, you've got to suffer through at least part of it, even if you accept Mm. Jesus Christ. But let me tell you this, if you do accept Jesus Christ after the rapture, hang in there. You're saved. It's going to be okay. You're going to have to go through hell, but it's going to be okay. All right. Now, uh, we're going to get more into uh, the book of Matthew uh, coming up in the second half of the show. And uh, we're going to move on, uh, on deeper into Matthew 24. And Terry... um, the the parts that, that we're going to be talking about here in the in the next the next part, um, I don't know. It, I think they're going to need some explaining because mm-hmm. of the way the first part of uh, Matthew twenty four is mm-hmm. and what goes on later. But I think we can do that, and mm-hmm. I invite everybody to stick around because you may not quite understand the scripture the way you should, and I think we can mm-hmm. explain it to you. And mm-hmm. give you some hope, okay? Amen. Now, um, if you would like to hear uh, all the different shows, 
Uh, you can always go to www.lastchristian.net. That is the flagship for this show. We hope that you'll visit us there. And we're going to be back right after a very short break with the second half of the Last Christian newscast and radio show. Attention podcasters, influencers, media personalities, content creators, and aspiring or existing radio personalities. KRRB Revelation Radio now offers the opportunity to broadcast or syndicate both new or existing shows to all 50 states and more than 160 countries around the world. And if you currently operate a radio station, we offer you the opportunity to add several popular shows in virtually every genre for broadcast on your station. Choose programming from 30 minutes to two hours with each internationally syndicated show adding quality content sure to grow your listening audience. We even have excellent optional services to help you promote your show or station. These services are not only designed for audio use on the radio, but also include tools for use on social media, even YouTube. For more information, visit www.revelationradio.net or email the Ustreamit LLC broadcast network at office at ustreamit.net today. Welcome back to the second half of the Last Christian Newscast and Radio Show. Again, my name is J.D. Williams, and I'm joined there in the Dallas area by my good friend, Mr. Terry Farley. And uh, Terry, I want to get right back into this, and I want to begin in Matthew, uh, and we are, of course, uh, in chapter 24. And now, last time, I'll put it back up on screen here for just a second, Uh, last time uh, we we dealt with the verses Matthew 24, 9 through 14. So to read uh, verse uh, 14, it said, And then the gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. And then it seems to take a a completely different turn here. Uh, Jesus begins to to speak in a completely different manner. I hate to say manner. I think uh, maybe you can explain it better than me, but anyway. Um, we look at um, Matthew 24, verses 15 through 22. I'm going to put up on the screen for you uh, to read there, Terry. Hang on one second. Here we go. All right, there it is. Matthew um, chapter 24, verses uh, 15 through 22. If you can see that, I'll let you go ahead and read it. Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet standing in the holy place, whoever reads, let him understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let him who is on the housetop not go down to take anything out of his house. And let him who is in the field not go back to get his clothes. But woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days. And pray that your flight may not be in winter or on the Sabbath. For then there will be great tribulation, such as has not been seen since the beginning of the world until this time. No, nor ever shall be. And unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. Okay. Now, Terry, correct me if I'm wrong here, but um, the way that I read that, the rapture has already happened, and he's dealing with what happens immediately after that. Is is that correct? Yes. That okay. is my belief. Yeah. Okay. Uh, can you kind of dissect that a little bit and, and talk about it? I'll, I'll be happy to put the scripture back up on screen if you need it. Yeah, sure. 
Okay. You want um, that? Yeah, let, yeah, please. Okay. Um, we, and the reason is I also want the people to see it. When yeah. we start off, it says, therefore. Remember, uh, the question you ask yourself is, when you see a therefore, you ask yourself, what is it there for? Right. Okay. Now, sometimes it's referring to the verse preceding it. However, this is speaking about the overall picture. And it's bringing you right up to speed when it says, okay, because of all these things that we've talked about that are going to be happening and they're going to be helping you to understand you're coming into the last times. Therefore, because of all of that, when you see now, this is a delineation. This is a moment in history that is terribly important. And he wants you to focus on it. When you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, this is also the same thing in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, when it reveals the false prophet, the, the, I'm sorry, it reveals the uh, Antichrist right. when he gets up in the temple and says he is God. Okay, standing in the holy place, we're going on, whoever reads, let him understand, then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains and so forth. It's giving instructions. And if you're there at that time, God forbid, uh, follow this to the letter, do exactly everything he's saying in this passage. And because he says in verse 22, unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. That's how bad it's getting. Right. But for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. Right. And, you know, I totally agree with that 100%. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You know, if, if not for, you know, a, a lot of people, a lot of people read that and they say, okay, well, this is, you know, th this is the, what's leading up to the rapture. Okay, and and that's just totally yes. wrong. It's totally incorrect. Yes. The, the the rapture has already taken place, mm -hmm. and what it, what they're speaking about is the moment um, that this the antichrist appears in the temple, the third temple, the temple that has mm -hmm. not yet been constructed, declares mm -hmm. himself to be God, cuts off all of the um, sacrifices which have resumed again. Uh, mm -hmm. And this is at the three and a half year mark is what I'm getting exactly. at. What, exactly. what is happening here is at the three and a half year mark. So uh, he's talking to those Jews. And again, you have to remember, he's talking to his disciples who are Jews, but they are, in mm -hmm. my opinion, the first Christians mm -hmm. because they mm -hmm. are the first ones to have really accepted him as Christ. So he's really mm -hmm. speaking to the Christians here. Uh, and mm -hmm. again, that's how I read it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I don't know, uh, Terry, does, does that make sense to you, what I just said? You, without question, anyone who has accepted the Lord would be privy to this information and this understanding. But he is specifically at this point in time speaking to all Jews whether they're believers or not. Right. And he's saying, if you're Jewish and you're in town when this happens, you need to get out of town. Right. Okay. Yeah. Now, they very likely, the ones going, and they'll probably be going to um, uh, to Patmos, uh, to Patmos, I'm sorry, <laughs> to, uh, and there's, a, and I've, I'm, in fact, I'm watching a video on it right now, the secret hiding place. Uh, and that's where Indiana Jones rides the horse through the, and I'm trying to remember the name of the, of the place. Anyway, I'll remember it in a minute. But anyway, the point being, it's, it's in Indiana Jones's movie and it's, it's in the Bible and it's real and it's, um, 
And it's going to be the place where all the Jews are going to go and where God is going to protect them for three and a half years. Yeah, in the mountains. And and a lot of them in the mountains and a lot of them will become believers in that process. A lot of them are already believers. But anyway. And uh, at the end, they all become believers when uh, when, uh, they call for Jesus to return. I'm sorry. It was Petra is the name of the place, which a lot of people have heard of. So anyway, go ahead. Okay. All right. Uh, But anyway, this this particular um, set of verses applies Mm -hmm. not to let's look ahead to the rapture, you know, but instead the rapture's already happened. Yes, and now you have the abomination of desolation. You've got mm-hmm. the Antichrist appearing in the temple, mm-hmm. and you have just figured out that this Antichrist is not who you thought he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has portrayed himself as a friend to Israel, and now he has just told Israel he's God. They can't have their sacrifices anymore, and they turn on him, and they run. And they're not waiting. They're not going anywhere else. They're trying to get out of the way. And I've just got an idea that that's probably because there's some persecution about to take place. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe I'm reading mm-hmm. too much into it on my own. Mm-hmm. But that's you know that's what I'm what I'm thinking. It's going to scare them. It's going to scare them. It's going to infuriate them. It's going to turn them against the Antichrist. And when you go against the Antichrist, well, you know, you're putting your neck on the line, right? I mean, that's just the way it is. Sure. Yeah, exactly. All right. So um, anyway, that is uh, the way that I read Matthew 24, verses 15 through 22. It is not Mm -hmm. something to do with the rapture. The rapture has already occurred. And the temptation, sure, the temptation is for people to take that last verse and to insert uh, into it the idea and concept of the rapture. Uh, Because, and and then, in fact, people have written and said, and then the rapture will happen, Uh you know, and then that will, you know, and of course, there is. That's mid trip. Yeah, that's the mid trippers. And, you know, again, um, I, I have an easier time. Uh, dismissing uh, post-trib than I do mid-trib. But um, I, we, we had a, a, a listener one time that, that wrote me, and really it, it was an eye-opening email that I got. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, um, you can pretty much dismiss mid-trib with one thing, and that mm-hmm. is that the it's very, very clear in the Bible that uh, that Jesus or Jesus makes it very, very clear. No one knows the day or the hour uh, that the rapture will occur. No one That's knows right. that. Okay. That's right. So That's let's right. move ahead to the three-and-a-half-year mark of the tribulation. Mm-hmm. If, you knew when, if you knew when that tribulation started, mm-hmm. then wouldn't you know the day and the hour if you calculated sure exactly three-and-a-half years? Wouldn't you know Gee- it? Jesus says it in that passage. He says he's going to be declaring himself. This is going to be worldwide. They're going to have it on every internet, every every podcast. Right. It's going to be everywhere, and it's going to be frontline news. And they're going to be, you know, and, and so they're going to. He says you're going to be in the field. You're going to be. You got your radio or your telephone with you. Uh, you're going to be doing what you know, and you're going to be in these places. He said, don't go back. Get yeah. out of town. 
Yeah. Right, so, right you know, now, I just right now, I dismiss, right I completely dismiss mid-trib because sure. it says that you don't know the day or the hour, but if you knew when the tribulation started, then you would know it. Okay, so, That's right. so I believe that mid-tribbers are auto- automatically disqualifying their own position mm-hmm. unless, of course, they disagree with the Bible, unless, of course, they disagree with what Jesus Christ said, and that's a dangerous thing. Okay. Yeah, and they don't realize the people that do that a lot of times don't realize they're doing that, but, right. but that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. Right, exactly. Okay, um, I want to get in a little bit here, uh, more news, because it kind of follows in, into this as well. Yeah. Mm. Um, first of all, this is from the uh, Besa Center, which is actually a Jewish mm-hmm. press. And it, uh, the news report that I'm getting out of there says that um, uh, the Saudi uh, Arabia and Iranian reconci- reconciliation deal aids mm-hmm. Israel, you know, mm-hmm. that it's good for them. Well, you know, I'm not really sure how they come up with this. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure how they, how they feel like that, you know, getting Saudi Arabia and Iran to to do business with each other and to you know um, make things better for them. I don't know how that helps Israel. I, you know yeah. uh, the the uh, the way that this article reads it's it's that because of the fact that they they make a deal that uh, Saudi Arabia uh, will uh, not allow Israel to uh, to fly over Saudi Arabia. Um, you know, they're, 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 trying to make, they're trying to make things better between Saudi Arabia and Iran. But again, it doesn't, yeah. you know, I don't see how it helps Israel. I just, mm-hmm. I just don't, you know, so I, I kind of yeah. dismiss that one. Um, now, Iran's supreme leader says that the Zionist entity is in a, weak, a worsening crisis and its end is approaching. And we're going to talk mm-hmm. about this one. After you have your two minutes, Terry, and we're going to go, okay. then, then we'll take it. We'll take it on. But uh, right now, it's time once again for two minutes with Terry. And Terry, you are up right now, sir. Okay. Verse six explains that without our shield of faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must first believe that God is, and that God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. <clears throat> there is a literary cadence in the verses eulogizing the sons of Adam. In chapter five, Adam is grieved in verse five. Three verses later, Seth is grieved. Three verses later, Enos is grieved, and so on and so on and so on. Psalm 3115 declares, My times are in your hands. Deliver me from the hands of my enemies, from those who pursue me. Hebrews chapter 11 is known as the hero, heroes of faith. Uh, verse 1 begins, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made by things that which do appear. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaks. Establishing the pattern and practice of faith immediately, Enoch comes to the fore. God has told us the end from the beginning. His prophets, even declaring, are deliverance before judgment, beginning with Jesus' own personal warning of 
that day. Therefore be ye also ready, for in such an hour as you think not, the Son of Man comes. Verily I say unto you, he shall make him ruler over all his goods. But, and if that evil servant shall say in his heart, My Lord delays his coming, and shall begin to smite his fellow servants, and to eat and drink with the drunken, the Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looks not for him, and in an hour that he is not aware of, and shall cut him asunder, and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Matthew twenty four forty four through 51 Maranatha, Lord Jesus, come quickly. Amen. Amen. Okay, Terry, I want to get right back, um, right back into this where, where I left off here. Where, um, yeah. Now, this is uh, Iran's supreme leader, uh, Ayatollah, Ayatollah Ali Khomeini, uh, mm-hmm. and he said that the Zionist entity is in a worsening crisis and its end is approaching. He also said in his speech that the resistance of the Palestinian people is what brought Israel to the difficult crisis that it is currently experiencing. And reality proves that the stronger the fight and firm stand of the Palestinian Arab people, the weaker the fake entity will get. Khomeini stressed that the deterrent power of the Zionist entity has come to an end, saying that several decades ago, David Ben-Gurion, one of the founders of the fake entity, said that in the absence of deterrent power, Israel would be destroyed. And today, the world is witnessing this. Khomeini regularly attacks both Israel, to which he refers as a terrorist state, and the U.S. In May of 2021, he called on Muslim nations to keep fighting against Israel, which he said was not a state but a terrorist garrison against Palestinian Arabs. In one incident, the Iranian Supreme Leader posted a tweet in which he threatened to implement the... Listen to this one really, really carefully. This one's important. Okay. In one incident, the Iranian Supreme Leader posted a tweet in which he threatened to implement the Nazis... Final solution against the Jewish state. Now, after Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu responded to those threats, Khomeini asserted that in using the term final solution, he did not refer to Jews, but rather only to the state of Israel. What's your comments? Yeah, they do double speak all the time. Uh, you know, that's exactly what they meant. Um, and that's their desire and their purpose, their intention. And, uh, but God was, God is going to thwart them. God is going to stop them. Yeah. So, yeah. They think they got a good plan. You know, and, yeah. you know, we've gone over it a dozen times at least that Israel is surrounded with mm. 200, I always like to say it two ways 250,000 or a quarter of a million rockets that are aimed at every square inch of Israel. Okay, so they think they've got a plan. Uh, Mm -hmm. Israel marks its 75th anniversary amid uh, doubt and division. This according to uh, Reuters. Uh, Israel celebrates the 75th anniversary this week in a fractious and uncertain mood, overshadowed by a battle over the judiciary, 
that has opened up some of the deepest social divisions since the foundation of the country in 1948. Um, you know, one quote that I see here is, uh, I'm convinced that there is no greater existential threat to our people than the one that comes from within, our own polarization and alienation from one another. Now, that is the Israeli president, Isaac Herzog. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and he was speaking to the General Assembly of the Jewish Federations of North America uh, that were in mm-hmm. Tel Aviv. Okay, um, There's a guy here, Uzi Zeberner, and again, forgive pronunciations here, a veteran of the 1973 Yom Kippur War who was wounded in action a day after one of his brothers was killed fighting the Egyptians in the Sinai. He represents a section of society that has been deeply alienated by the new government. What kind of country are we going to be, he said. Are we going to be a democracy, a modern country, one where everyone serves in the army, or are we going to be like other countries around the world? Well, that's a uh, that's an open question right now. Uh, yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know where uh, where Israel's going, but I don't like the tra- the trajectory uh, yeah. right right now. Um, according to a survey by Channel Twelve News in Israel, around fifty one percent of Israelis are pessimistic about the future of the country, which has grown from a poor, largely agricultural territory to a high tech powerhouse in the space of one lifetime. Yeah. Um, but they also did a poll. This is from the uh, Israeli National News, where most Israeli citizens are proud to be Israeli. It said, ahead of Israel's Independence Day, the new poll shows over 90% of Israelis are happy with their lives in Israel. That number is actually down by 7% from just last year. The poll was conducted by a Panels Politics um, ahead of Israel's 75th Independence Day, and it showed uh, most of those who define themselves as right-wing are very proud to be Israeli compared to just 22% of those who define themselves as left-wing. However, in total, 81% of respondents said that they were either pretty proud or very proud to be Israeli. The poll also showed that 25% of Israelis believe Israel is a good place to live and another 43% who believe it's a pretty good place to live. Divided by political views, 36% of right-wing voters think it's very good to live in Israel compared to just 8% of left-wing voters. A full 35% of those who belong to the left-wing camp said that it is not so good to live in Israel in 2023. At the same time, most Israelis are happy with their lives in general, whether very happy at 41% or moderately happy at 50%. So that takes you to 91% that are pretty happy. Comments (laughs) on that? Yeah, you know, you look at those numbers and you've got such a mix yeah. Uh, you wonder. You wonder if if many of them do not even have a grasp of truth within themselves. Yeah. Well, mean, you know, because I, the numbers don't agree. So. Yeah, and I've got to ask the question in what you just said because I believe you're 100 percent right, 
And that is, is their media as screwed up as our media? <laughs> I wouldn't I mean, be surprised. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't understand. It. I mean, you know, if people and and I'm, I'll say this for both sides, whether you're mm-hmm. liberal or whether you're conservative. Mm-hmm. Okay, if mm-hmm. you live on CNN, okay, you're only mm-hmm. going to get the left view, right? Yeah, You're not yeah, going to get a discussion. True. There's not going to be mm-hmm. any debate. There's not going to be any argument, nothing like that. Okay, this is how it is. We can tell you this, whether it's true or not, we'll tell you this and you buy it because you're not listening mm-hmm. to anybody else but us. All right, yeah. If you then if you're a conservative, very conservative person, and you only listen to Fox News and you don't listen to anybody mm-hmm. else and you don't, there's no debate there, there's nothing, okay, nothing mm-hmm. to tell you what the other side is really thinking. I mean, they'll nitpick, right? They'll take little snippets mm-hmm. out, okay, and they'll show you that's what's really mm-hmm. going on. Well, I go back and forth, you know, and I can look at Fox and Fox will say, um, you know, this is happening, you know, and this is what's being said. I'll go over to CNN and see what they're saying about it. It's completely different. They say, okay, this is what Fox is telling you, but here's what here's the whole statement. Okay, well, that goes back and forth. Whether it's left or right, it's it's the same thing. Notice I didn't mention MSNBC, because in MSNBC, in my opinion, is 100% fake news. Okay, that's yeah. my, you know, that is my personal opinion, okay? Mm-hmm. Because uh, they see one side of it. It's very leftist. It's very socialist. Mm-hmm. It's very communist. And they portray it as fact even if they themselves don't even believe it and have no sources to back it up. So I just I dismiss them. I don't listen to MSNBC. I consider them to be a bunch of liars and heretics. Okay? That's again my personal opinion. I'm allowed to express yeah. that as a United yeah. States citizen. Okay? Yeah. So um I guess my point here is you can't just dig in. You know, you can't just stick with CNN or stick with Fox. Mm-hmm. Listen to both sides. There's good arguments, okay? Whatever happened to discussion in this country? Mm-hmm. Discussion mm-hmm. and debate, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, again, like like I was saying in the first half of the show, me and Terry don't walk in, you know, lockstep, lockstep. with, with mm-hmm. each other, okay? We both have our own opinions, and we're both entitled to our own opinions, and mm-hmm. every American citizen is entitled to their opinion. Mm-hmm. And anybody that wants to shut opinion down, well, I'm sorry, but that's not that's not democracy, and that's yeah. not freedom. And anybody that tells mm-hmm. you that you know, well, we just won't broadcast them, or we won't have anything to do with them, mm-hmm. you need to look at them and say, well, you know, you need to get out. You know, you need yeah. to understand. That this is a democracy and everybody can have an opinion. Everybody mm-hmm. can have an opinion. Yeah. Go ahead, Terry. Yeah, yeah, and and that's absolutely right. Um, because none of us get it one hundred percent right. Um, and that's that's a, one of the things I'm concerned about in the news, uh, in general, uh, is with the Uber media, and that's all of the major leaders, uh, mm-hmm. whatever alphabet soup you use. Uh, one of the things I, I object to and, and it bothers me is so often on key stories, important stories, they each use the same verbiage. Oh, yeah. And, and they'll, they'll even use the same word uh, as the central focus of their statements. So they'll each say, you know, that's that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. You know, and you're like, wait a minute. What did you guys have coffee together before you came on the air? I mean, it's, you know, and, you know, if they would get away from that, it would be easier to listen to. 
Yeah. Well, so, you, uh, you know, I discovered uh, not too long ago that there was a, there's actually a conference call in the mornings between all of these different. I mean, for real. Well, I'm not, I'm not making having, this up. They you know, are having they are having coffee together. They are. They are basically, <laughs> except they're having it in, in their offices in different locations. Yeah. But but yeah, yeah, they they are getting together every morning and they come up with these key points. And that's the reason you hear the same verbiage on every single network is because they agree that's going to be the topic of the day. That's going to be the thing of the day, unless there's some kind of breaking news that comes in that, you know, that tears it all up, you know? So uh, anyway, that's, that's where we're at in America. And uh, I'm beginning to think that's where they are in Israel. Um, But we know that Jesus is coming back. So if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, again, we urge you to do so. Time is short. We don't know when it's going to happen, but everything is there. Everything is in place uh, for Jesus to call his church home. So if you haven't accepted Jesus Christ, we do urge you to do so. Remember to visit uh, our site at www.lastchristian.net. That's www.lastchristian.net for more information about the uh, Last Christian and exactly what what all we're about and uh, here, listen to the episodes there and uh, gives you links to uh, to watch these things if you want to see them uh, want to see them in visual form as well if the good lord gives us another another broadcast day we'll be back until then good night and god bless you Thanks again for joining us today for The Last Christian Radio Show. And be sure to tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday right here and at www.lastchristian.net. Until the trumpet sounds.